to the Success is Subjective podcast series brought to you by ParentTrainers.com presented by Lily Consulting. I'm your host, Joanna Lilly. In today's episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Sean Tompkinson. Sean is the owner of Passages Alaska Wilderness Therapy. He's a licensed clinical social worker and has been in the behavioral health field since 2002. But prior to going back to college, he spent 10 years in the U.S. Air Force and another five at the U.S. Postal Service. He's the father of four and grandfather of 11. During his behavioral health career, he once worked in an emergency room as a crisis manager, in an inpatient psychiatric unit, and also in community mental health. But as of 2008, the love and passion of his professional career has been wilderness therapy. For as long as he can remember, he's been drawn to nature and the outdoors. He did grow up in the desert of southeastern Idaho and, however, has settled in the rainforest of southeastern Alaska, where he has been since 2009. So while in Alaska, he's since obtained his U.S. Coast Guard 25-ton master certification and has worked as a commercial and charter fisherman. He admits it is an unusual combination for a therapist, but says with a smile, fishing is really good therapy. So let's not wait any further. Here's Sean. All right, Sean, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, for those who are listening in, we're actually sitting in a lodge in, in Klawak. Is that how you say it? Klawak. Klawak. Okay. So clearly I'm not Alaskan. That's okay. Um, but this is fantastic. I'm so excited to be doing this in person. And let's just jump right in. Why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about the expectations that you had or were surrounded um, in terms of your upbringing around post-secondary education? So both of my parents are college educated. And uh, so there's always the expectation or the understanding or I guess just the culture of the family that, that you'd go on to school. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, so I did. <laughs> where'd you go where'd you grow up i grew up in southeast idaho in okay. the desert of southeast idaho did you go to school in idaho yeah i did okay and went to a little bitty high school there was eight people in my graduating class it was eight it was tiny wow it was tiny okay um, some very cool aspects of it other aspects of it were you know <laughs> there there was one girl to date in the, in the senior class but she was like everybody's sister so it's like didn't have much of a social life that way Okay. But you went to school after, immediately after high school? I went immediately after high school. Yep, okay. I and did. then how was your, like, talk a little bit about how your college transition went. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to say it was a wasted experience, <laughs> 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 but it was, it was certainly a growing experience. Um, in retrospect, I, uh, like a lot of kids, you know, you, you, you leave the house and mm -hmm. you have, you have, you can do what you want when you want. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, I left, you know, the, the whole, my whole freshman year in college, I think I got like a 1.6 GPA. Mm. And that was only because of the second semester I took a couple of recreation ed classes and got my GPA up to like a 2.0 for the second semester, <laughs> for the second semester. First semester is a 0 0.6. Wow. Yeah. Okay. How did, how did you feel about that? And also how did your parents respond to that? Well, mom and dad were pretty good. <laughs> like what, what are we gonna do um i i didn't go on to my my, my sophomore year at that point okay um, what did you do instead well I, I i took a job and then i i went into the air force oh i, I did not know that yeah I, I i spent 10 years in the air force and um did some uh did some school while i was in the air force mm -hmm. 
thought I was going to be a nurse. And so I got, I got, uh, most of the way through, well, I got all my prerequisites done mm. and I got, I got actually got accepted in nursing school. And, wow. and then there was stuff that happened that made it so that I couldn't get out of the air force to, to continue with nursing school. Mm. And, uh, Okay, so at what point did you leave the Air Force? And where I'm, I'm making an assumption that you did go back to school. You got a degree at some point. What was that journey like, and how'd you get there? Okay, so I, I left the Air Force. Um, I, I spent ten years there, mm-hmm. and um, I got out. And Dad says, "Well, you have to just get a social work degree because mm. you can get a job anywhere with social work degree." You know. <laughs> So I, I did, and uh, um, and I I was the guy that was always getting in trouble at work because I was talking too much to other people, and it's like okay, why don't I just go ahead and get paid for this? So it did working to working into a, a master of social work and a job as a therapist just it just kind of mm-hmm. it just kind of became as a natural progression. Wow. Um, but I, I I didn't get I really didn't get serious about school until I was well, I guess about thirty four. Wow. Okay. So you, you got your degree in social work, mm-hmm. undergrad, and then what did you do after that? I went immediately on to, on to grad school. Okay, so I was, master's I, in social work Yeah, I got a master in social work. Yeah, I, okay. I, I figured I had enough life experience at that point. I didn't really need to wait. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> Little did I know. <laughs> the life experience never really, never really stops. Well, and then you, you actually... It, t- talk about the intro of like, okay, now you have your MSW, you're working as a therapist. What does that look like? So I, I worked uh, inpatient psychiatric. Um, saw some, some of the, 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 the most mentally ill of the mentally ill. Mm. And then I worked in community mental health and uh, like doing outdoor stuff mm-hmm. with, with, my, with my clients. Some of, the, uh, the, some of the best therapy that I had done at that point was done on the disc golf course. Mm. Um, and then I, I like doing some some caving and some hiking and that type of thing. And so mm-hmm. I, I typed in wilderness therapy. On, oh, cool! On, on that was back when Google was very first a Google search. You know, <laughs> I and, remember those days. Yeah, yeah. And and Sioux, Idaho was in my backyard, literally. Oh, cool! In my backyard, and so I got you know I got I got started with one of the kind of the grandfathers of wilderness mm-hmm. therapy, and wow. uh, um, absolutely fell in love. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been. It's been my it's been my passion ever since. Right, and it was serendipitous that it was right in your backyard yeah. to even start off. Yeah. So, how long did you work in wilderness therapy, or and or for Seuss, and then what came after Seuss? So, um, I I was working at a community health organization, mm-hmm. and um, I found Seuss. Mm-hmm. Three weeks later, I was in the field rolling packs <laughs> with students. Right. <laughs> they, they they called up and said, "Hey, we got we got a staff member that didn't show up." Oh, wow. You want to go right into the field? No training, no nothing. <laughs> and and so I'm I'm out there with I'm out there with a, a Corey Michelle was the, was the lead instructor at that mm-hmm. point, and, I, and he was kind of like I think he was thinking like what did they do to me? You know, <laughs> I mean I, 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 well, I was pretty competent. Don't get me wrong. I mean the outdoors has always kind of been my thing, but uh-huh. um, I, I worked there for for about a year, and uh, and then had the opportunity to come to Alaska. Mm. And yeah. that did you work for community mental health up here? Or yeah, you do? I, I worked for a, a, a native health corporation, okay. um, and then I went back to community mental health, working for a place over in Ketchikan. They wanted a wilderness therapy program. Mm-hmm. I wanted a wilderness therapy program, and so we said, "Okay, let's do this." Mm-hmm. And we ran a we built a state level program, and it ran for four years. Oh wow! Um, Medicaid regu- regulations came and changed and made it so that it wasn't 
quite what they had in mind, and so they discontinued the program. Mm-hmm. Still a really great program over in Wrangell, Alaska Crossings, that does mm-hmm. um, state state work with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, ours went away. Yeah. Well, it's fortunate that Alaska Crossings does still exist. Like yeah. you said, it's few and far between that yeah. there's a state-funded wilderness therapy program. Alaska's kind of cool that way. Of course it is. Yeah. Well, and now, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners, what are you doing now? I am, you know, the, uh, you ever have that question, um, if you had unlimited time and means, what, what, would, would, you what would you do? Mm-hmm. My answer has always been, I'd have a wilderness therapy program. Yeah. And we've got a wilderness therapy program in Southeast Alaska. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're working with uh, young adults. Um, you know, the, kind of the 18 to 22 is, mm-hmm. our, is really our sweet spot. And they run, uh, um, we, we run, it's a, it's a nomadic program during the summer. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm a, I'm a charter fishing captain too. So the, the, some, mm-hmm. of the, some of the carrots that we dangle in front of kids are mm-hmm. these, these, these fishing trips that we get to go on once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we mix some of the best of, of wilderness therapy, the established wilderness therapy, mm-hmm. you know, the, the fire building, the shelter making, all of those things, the, 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 the natural consequences and the support that comes with the, sure. with, with the group um, activity with some of the coolest things that happen in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our, our students will paddle with whales. I guarantee it. That's amazing. <laughs> they'll, they'll see some of the most amazing wildlife in on the planet. And uh, it makes it so that we, we don't have to have a real hard approach. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like we have a very soft approach with our guys. Mm-hmm. Um, they come out to the field. They get uh, they get, get feeling comfortable with where they are, with their team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what, what I saw at Seuss and what I saw with other kids, it's like you give them about a month in the field and then they get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then you can really start working on stuff. Mm-hmm. But until that point, you know, you're, you're, you're working on a, a basis and a foundation. Mm-hmm. And so we, that's, that's kind of the, the, the trajectory that we, we expect kids are going to be on. That's our so students cool. are going to be on. Um, just such a different, such a different approach, a different climate, a different mm-hmm. experience. But overall, it's, it's absolutely impactful. I'm, I'm at a loss for words. That's how I feel in Alaska. That everything's like just larger than life and it's hard to really put you know, anything on it, but I know that the right, uh, young men will show up here mm-hmm. and you will certainly help them. And that is exactly what they need. Paddling That's, alongside whales oh, and listening to eagles and mm-hmm. all of mm-hmm. the things. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's, it's beyond words. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not usually <laughs> caught at a loss for words, but sometimes yeah. I say, thank you, Alaska. That's all I, that's all yeah. I can say at the time. It's like, wow. Well, we'll make sure that we have the link to Passages Alaska in the podcast notes. So if anybody's listening and they're curious, want a little bit more information, they'll be able to click on the link there. So then I'm going to ask you point blank, because I ask everybody point blank, Mm -hmm. do you see yourself as successful? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. This this last summer has been, it's been amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, we haven't, we haven't had a huge number of students. But we've we've made some amazing connections. Some wonderful things have happened. Um, yeah, without question. And our staff. The thing that I love really about wilderness therapy, the the, the students really benefit. Mm-hmm. But the staff, mm-hmm. they really grow. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's, it's a win win. There's, there's there's no downside to any of it. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to you get to lead it all. Uh, I, I, the, the trouble is, I have to spend more time indoors than outdoors. 
<laughs> I don't. I don't get to spend most nights in my hammock. <laughs> that if you could, if you had a magic wand, that's what you would change. That's what I would change. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's go ahead and um, you know, for anybody that's listening right now, whether it's a parent of a young adult who's struggling or a young adult who's struggling themselves, what piece of advice would you share with them? What piece of advice? Let your young man be who he was designed to be. Um, I think one of the biggest challenges that I had over the course of my life was trying to fit in, fit myself into mm. the into a, a, a poor fit. Um, mm. If I if there was if there was a diagnosis of ADHD when I was when I was in third grade, I would be that kid. I was in the hall all the time, mm-hmm. I, you know, sitting there thinking that you're a bad kid. You're not a bad kid. You're you're the the fit isn't necessarily what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let your let your young man do what he's good at. Let your young person do what's good, do what they're good at. Help them to find that. That's so profound. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for being on this podcast. I know that somebody listening is going to hear your story and it's going to (laughs) resonate and and they'll reach out. Thank you. it for this week's success is subjective episode stay tuned for our next episode where you can bet it'll be another amazing human sharing their very personal story with the world you can follow me joanna on instagram at lily consulting and on facebook at lily consulting llc most importantly though check out the resources link on my website at lilyconsulting.com and that's l-i-l-l-e-y consulting.com or you can just search on google for lily consulting you can also download and subscribe to listen to the successes subjective interviews on any popular podcast app such as apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, soundcloud spotify stitcher and TuneIn radio make sure you check out the show notes where you'll find contact information website details links to articles and all social media for our guest. Once again, thank you to parenttrainers.com for sponsoring this podcast series. And thank you, our listener, for tuning in. And remember, there is no single path through life. Success is what you make it.